0: Hey, it's NPR's Book of the Day. I'm Andrew Limbaugh. People love calling things they don't like Orwellian. It's such an overused term that I'm not even sure what it's supposed to mean anymore. I mean, picture any keyboard warrior throwing the word around, and it's hard to pinpoint where they are on the political spectrum. Unless that's the point, right? So-called Orwellian abuses of power can take many political shapes. Which brings us to today's book. I think it's fair to say that No Violet Bulawayo's book Glory is Orwellian (laughs) in more ways than one. First off, it's definitely inspired by Animal Farm, but it's also interested in interrogating power and how easily well-meaning radicals looking to overthrow colonialism can end up becoming what they this message
1: comes from NPR sponsor Live right, publishers of Left for Dead. Shipwreck, treachery, and survival at the edge of the world by Eric J. Dolan. The true story of five castaways abandoned on the Falkland Islands during the War of 1812. Available wherever books are sold. This message comes from NPR sponsor REI Co-op. REI has gear, clothing, classes, and advice for camping and glamping, biking and hiking, axing and... snacksing? Visit your local REI co-op or REI.com for the million and one ways to opt outside.
0: Pete, Glory is a novel openly inspired by Orwell's Animal Farm about the rivalry tumult and disenchantment that follows the fall of Old Horse. who's led the country of Jeddata for 40 years, out of colonialism, but into an iron horse rule all his own. It covers a nation of horses, goats, donkeys, dogs, cats, and sheep in an age of Twitter and Siri. Noviolet Bulawayo, winner of the Penn Hemingway Award and a finalist for the Booker Prize, joins us now from Zimbabwe. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for having me. And inspired not only by Orwell's Animal Farm, but is it fair to say Robert Mugabe's long rule in Zimbabwe too?
1: Absolutely. So the challenge for me as a fiction writer, was to find a way to both claim the story as my own mm-hmm. and to make it fresh and new and interesting. Around the time I noticed that, you know, Animal Farm was cropping up on Zimbabwean social media spaces. People would randomly assign, you know, animal characters to our politicians. And of course, mm. something clicked. I think I also owe my upbringing, my my upbringing on my grandmother's folktales, stories of animals. Uh.
0: Yes. How does using animals to depict and comment on human behavior work artistically? I mean, for one thing, horses are the rulers, dogs are the military, cows, goats, pigs, sheep, the citizens. How do you decide what animal becomes what? Well, I
1: took the larger animals to represent you know the 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 powerful horses are in charge they run the country Mm -hmm. uh dogs are vicious they are the security forces the army and the the military and uh both ships and uh sheep and chickens are the ordinary citizens and of course you know there was no strict formula but i just came up with a, a a way that i thought would would work it also has to do with character development. Um, and as long as 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 long as I try to be believable, mm-hmm. it could work. I could pull it off.
0: You were born in Zimbabwe, and I gather came to the u s. for college, including Kalamazoo Valley community College, texas a and m, Southern Methodist, and Cornell. Did that sharpen your view of your homeland, being outside of it?
1: No, absolutely, because with that distance comes better perspective you are able to reflect, you are are able to stand outside the neat and sometimes comfortable box. Mm -hmm. And most importantly, you are doing so from a space like the United States that is so full of everybody from all over the world. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Yes, that kind of enriches your sense of self in a way that doesn't always happen if you don't live the comfort of your own home if you don't cross uh, borders.
0: At one point, a former revolutionary is asked, what's the best thing about ruling? He says, wealth. And what's the hardest thing about ruling? He says, spending it. How and why do revolutions begun in hope, railing against colonialism, begin to resemble what they struggle to overthrow?
1: Yeah, so many ways to answer that question. There's no correct way. But where glory is uh, where glory is concerned, it is simply an issue of the leadership kind of forgetting what they signed up for, kind of forgetting why the people they kept to serve made the sacrifice that they that
0: they did. Forgetting the sacrifice.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. What are your thoughts as you look on events in Ukraine this week as your novel is coming out? It's heartbreaking. I am following, but
1: I'm also I've also been trying to give myself the distance because there's this sense of helplessness of how can this be happening while the
0: world is is watching? And what's the answer to that?
1: Frankly, I I have no answer. Yes, but I have a, a question. And the question is what and who have we become, you know, as the global community to have this happening in 2022.
0: Noviolet Bluayo, her novel, Glory. Thank you so much for being with us.
1: My pleasure. Thank you. This message comes from NPR sponsor, Acorn TV. Acorn TV is brilliant television told brilliantly. From charmingly cozy mysteries to daringly dark dramas. Visit acorn.tv for a 30-day free trial with promo code NPR. Acorn TV. Brilliant. This message comes from NPR sponsor, the Capital One Venture X Card. Earn unlimited 2X miles on everything you buy. Plus, get access to a $300 annual credit for bookings through Capital One Travel. What's in your wallet? Terms apply.